Good morning, everybody. Good Monday morning. God bless you. We are in another week of prayer this week. This is our 81st week uh, of persistent prayer. And I'm here on this morning to give you a little word we call this five minutes to live by. And I certainly appreciate you all. If you all are blessed by this, please like it, comment, and share. Those of you that are live and those of you that are listening later on our podcast, we appreciate you and ask you to share it as well. Um, so I pray that you're off to a good start. And if you're not, let's just rewind and start it out good. Declare it, speak those things that be not as though they were. Uh, uh, you may have gotten off on the wrong side of the bed, but just switch your shoes around and put them on the right side of the feet. Okay, I don't know what that means. I just said it. But good morning, good morning, good morning. God bless you. And we certainly appreciate you as we jump in this morning. We had a great word, uh, or we have a great word for you this week that we're going to be digging into. It's called the Giant Slayers Defeating the Four Giants. Now, uh, if you recall, on last week, we talked about the five stones. And uh, there's a lot of speculation and theologians who say, why did David take five stones when it only took one stone to uh, kill Goliath? And uh, we looked at those five stones and uh, the word that I gave you all last week was, David said, I come in the name of the Lord. The Lord represents the word in the beginning was the word and the words were with God and the word was God. And so uh, uh, we looked at, the word at that time, which would have been the Pentateuch or the Torah, the five books, the five books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And those five books represents uh, uh, the stone of creation, the stone of deliverance, the stone of worship, the stone of wilderness, and the stone of law. But as we read in our lesson text for today, I'm not going to read it all, but 2 Samuel 21 and 15 through 22, we read about additional battles that the children of Israel would have later. And it, in that section of scripture concludes by saying these four were born to the giant in Gath. In other words, they were descendants or siblings of Goliath and fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. There were four other giants. And so if you add Goliath to it, that would have been five giants. Giants was the, 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 the uh, Goliath was the giant of defiance, but there were four others. And that's what we're gonna be talking about this week. Uh, and so as we get started today, I normally like to get intros into you. And so I started our message out by saying these words or asking this question. How many of you have ever felt that as soon as you get out of a situation, here comes another one? You ever felt that way troubled on every side when it rains, it pours the old Morton salt commercial. Uh, um, and I, I was just sharing this morning on my prayer testament about somebody who was, looked like it was just going from bad to worse from uh, uh, COVID to the mother getting COVID to job situations to people cheating them out their money to get house repairs. And, but they were holding on. 
and and that's really going to be the key this week. You've got some more giants that you're going to have to deal with, but you can't worry about those giants. You just got to deal with the one that's in front of you. But there are four types of giants, five if you include Goliath, which we destroyed last week and talking about the, the, the giant of defiance. This week, we're going to look at four others, and uh, they represent the giants of weariness, the giants of generational strongholds and curses, the giants of familiar spirits, and the giants of abnormality. Uh, these giants ain't normal. We, we, we shared that a little earlier in this series. And uh, But I want you to understand that the key to dealing with your giants is to always be prepared. You know, not when, how they're going to come, who, which one is going to be, but you got to be ready for all of them. Um, I shared in our message that uh, one of the greatest experiences that you can have is when preparation meets opportunity. When preparation meets opportunity, the way you get prepared for your opportunity is to go through the process. A lot of people want to jump straight to the opportunity, but they haven't went through the preparation to get prepared for the opportunity. Imagine, if you will, somebody had a $300,000 house and they wanted to bless you with it and they were going to sell it to you for $100,000. Meaning that if you come up with $100,000, you will immediately have $200,000 blessing uh, uh, in equity. Now, that is the opportunity, but your credit is so toe up that you can't get a dime on credit if you had a nickel to put down. Well, you have the opportunity, but you ain't prepared yourself. You, you, you messed up your credit, you screwed up your credit, which we all have done. I've been through personal bankruptcy myself, but I got my crap together. I shouldn't say crap. I got my mess together. I shouldn't say mess either. In other words, right now I got an 800 credit score. So I've been through bankruptcy where my credit score was over five, under 500, under 600, but it's now over 800 because I went and I cleaned it up. I worked on it. And that's all God requires of us. He doesn't require us to be perfect. He doesn't require us to have a perfect past. He just has, he requires us to be striving for perfection. He requires us every day you get up, get that new mercy and try it again. Every day you wake up, goodness and mercy is following you all the days of your life. The Bible says it is because of his compassion that we are not consumed. New mercies we get every day. Now take that new mercy and get yourself prepared. When you're going through a little something, 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 don't give up, don't quit, prepare yourself. Uh, as, as I close today, I, I, uh, I kind of went off topic today because one of the points in my message, which was kind of like an offshoot, is uh, this thing about um, uh, why we give up. And uh, we give up on God. And I, I really got a little emotional this morning. Um, because I've been dealing with over the past year and a half, so many people have been close to me for years just walking out. And some of them just walked out and that's their prerogative. They don't like me as a friend or a shepherd or a pastor or whatever, bless their heart. But some didn't just walk out on me. They walked out on God, meaning that they don't even go to church anymore. Um, they've given up on church. And that crushed me more than anything else. When Peter, when Jesus was about to leave here, he says to Peter, Peter said and desires to sift you as wheat. So one would think, well, Lord, don't let him. <laughs> 
Lord, you know, sin desires to destroy your marriage, to destroy your home, to destroy your finances, to get you fired on your job, to get this, that, so on and so forth, to make your in-laws hate you, make your children go crazy. And so you would think that the Lord would have prayed the prayer, don't let Peter get sifted that sweet. But that ain't what happened. That ain't even the prayer that Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed, Peter, Satan wants to destroy you, but I prayed that your faith fail not, meaning that you're going to still fall. You're going to still fail. You're going to still have a toe up situation. You got to go through that. It's going to be your season of what? Preparation. But I pray that your faith fail not. See, that's really what Satan is after. He's after the thing that would get you to give up on God. He's after the thing that would get you to quit. He's after the thing. And so for some people, it's a busted up marriage. They prayed to God that God healed their marriage. It didn't get healed. So they gave up on God. For some people, it's the loss of a loved one. I prayed that God didn't take my daddy, didn't take my mama, but they died. So they gave up on God. I got people who are like that. They don't go to church anymore because they lost their loved ones. And then I, I got people who uh, uh, pray for the children. The children's still crazy, acting like they were raised by wolves and monkeys. Y'all ain't working with a brother in this place. So, but the bottom line is, is that what Satan is after is not your home. It's not your marriage. It's not your job. It's not your ministry. It's not your church. It's not your finances. He's after you and more specifically your faith. And so you got to make a decision. Hallelujah. Either you're going to die fighting for what you believe in, or you're going to go back into the wilderness and still die hungry. <laughs> Either you're going to die standing on your feet, or you're going to go in the wilderness and die on your knees. You know what? I think I'm going to choose the former rather than the latter. I think I will trust God no matter what. I will believe God, though you slay me, yet will I trust you all the days of my appointed time Will I wait till my change come. My time is well now spent. Okay, I'm getting biblical on you. My time is up. It's supposed to be five minutes to live by. If you enjoyed this, please do me a favor. Share it with somebody. Tag it. Comment. Let me know how I'm blessing you. Uh, uh, but more importantly, uh, uh, subscribe. Go to um, our one of the podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Beaker, Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to Five Minutes to Live By with Pastor Will. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, or you can always go to victoriouspraise.org forward slash podcast and see all of the podcast platforms, uh, uh, which are also on YouTube and Facebook. And remember this, don't just live life, live a victorious life and have an amazing day. God bless you.